What is up, my guys? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Life with Chubbs, hosted by the African Prince, MC Chubbs. They were a very fun and exciting episode featuring an amazing guest. So stay tuned, ride the wave, and hope you guys enjoy today's podcast. What is up, Henry? Welcome to the podcast. Ah, uh, what's good, bro? I, you know, I just did. What's up? I just had some. Uh, okay, so does anyone know what Guthrie's fried or not fried chicken? Uh, what Guthrie's chicken, uh, chicken fingers is? Are is. That's a great question. Is it located in Texas or is it up in a uh, near Auburn? So it is an Auburn place. I don't know if it's any. I don't know where exactly it is. Okay, yeah, it's HQ'd in Auburn. It's. I think it's an Alabama thing. There's 35 locations. Ooh. There's not one in Texas. So I just had that. I need to compare it to Cane's real quick because it's very similar. Ooh. So I got the box combo. You got it. Replaced the- though. We got some Cane's enthusiasts. Okay, okay, look, look. I got the box combo. Replace gotcha. the slaw with Texas toast. Does this sound familiar? It does. <laughs> it sounds exactly like Cane's. All right. That is Cane's. So the exact order I got was four chicken strips, um, sauce that looked exactly like cane sauce, fries, and two pieces of toast. That is the box combo. So now what I got to do is I had to compare the two, right? It's only fair. So Cane's beats Guthrie's uh, with the toast. I think the toast is close. Um, mm-hmm. the fries, I think Kane's also wins that, but Guthrie's Ooh. chicken, the chicken blows Kane's out of the water. Because this is my thing with Kane's. I love Kane's, but I've used that word a few times. It needs a sauce. The sauce carries the chicken for Kane's. I don't think that you say I could eat Guthrie's. Chicken honest, by itself. Like, I've had Cane's chicken and like it was all right. I didn't have the sauce, but it was all right. Like it's nothing like too big. Okay, it's just, like chicken. Like the I think the toast at Cane's is incredible, but like, bro, the toast carries, dude. <laughs> okay, but you need the sauce for um, Cane's. I mean, the sauce, the sauce. Okay, for what you hear from people, they don't talk about the chicken from Cane's. Like it's obviously the sauce and like the toast. It's the sauce right. and the toast, like. Maybe the fries now and then, but like, no, it's much yeah, it's not. Yeah. You can't go hard, you can't go bad with some good Texas toast, absolutely. But for not. you, bro, you dude, the chicken, like, for blowing out canes, it's, it's not even close. All right, so what about the sauce? Like, how's that? Is it, is they're it very, like, very comparable, like, they're be- so like, if, whoa. So, okay, so from an outside, so from like someone else's point of view, right? Look at it like this, so. If we're doing a rating, right? If yeah. the if the toast is better at Cane's and the fries just but it's just marginally right, just a little bit, a right. tad bit better. But the chicken blows it out and the sauce is close. Are we saying that Guthrie's is better than Cane's? Man, I gotta think about this more. I don't know. <laughs> stick around to the end. Uh, we will have to stick around, dude. All right. Uh, what did you get a drink as well? I did not get a drink. Um. So what I did was it's like two miles away from my dorm. So what I did was uh-huh. I biked there. It's kind of difficult to carry a uh, drink with your bike when you're biking. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I also busted my ankle up, so that's not fun. But, you oh, know. Oh, shoot. That's, that's, that's all right. That's all right. Hey, Happens. so we got a little bonus food review, guys. So stay tuned. 
for the end, and we are gonna make sure that uh, hopefully that Henry gives us us. So stay tuned, Henry. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I I got um, y'all for that. All right, so we're gonna move on to a little segment. We're gonna start things differently on our podcast. We're gonna get it spiced up, but basically, we're gonna do a segment called Over Under. All right, it's gonna be called Over Under, and we're gonna name our top five overrated players, and but not in any order. And our top no. underrated players. And we're going to start off with the underrated first. You want to go first or you want me to? Um, you want to alternate or do you just want to list five and the other one list five? Yeah, we can alternate. I will alternate. All right, let's keep going. Let's do this. All right. So, uh, first guy I got listed here is Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. is an interesting case because when he first got to Dallas, he was a salary filler for the KP trade. And that's that was kind of like the main reason New York traded uh, traded KP. They wanted to get off of his money. But then Tim Hardaway Jr. turned into a great three-point shooter. And, and actually, Exactly. He, tur- he became <laughs> efficient. And so I'm looking up his numbers this year. Um, he put up, I mean, So he put up 16 this year, which is less than the year before. Which is- but he shot a few percent higher. And he shot forty percent from three. He was clutch. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. he was. There were a few games where he knocked down some huge shots for Dallas. So that's my first guy because his perception is um, an efficient guy, which was true for a couple years, but that's not true anymore. That's true. He's very underrated. Um, okay, so let me start off with my first underrated, and I'm actually gonna stick to the Mavs. All right, bro. And I'm gonna go with Seth Curry. Seth, be, the other Curry. Um, to be honest, hot take, but you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> but I think, okay, I'm not gonna say that. That's just that's uh, gonna. Get I, I think I knew where you were going with that. I, I, I think I'm, you know where I'm going. I have an idea. He's a better shooter. <laughs> Listen, I think Seth Curry is one of the best pure shooters in the game. Like yeah, legit. Yeah. Because I feel like the biggest thing with him is that he just needs, like, more shots. Because he's really efficient. Like, in the playoffs, he was cooking the Clippers. Like, he was going eight for eight. Like, like literally yeah. carrying the Mavs at, like, certain stretches when, like, Luka was sitting out. Or, like, they were, like, triple teaming Luka because, you know, you know, because Boban was doing too much. And Bro, he, couldn't, he, couldn't, he couldn't play for too long. He shot so. 45% from three this year on five attempts. I'm telling you, bro. And I feel like even with more shots, the efficiency will still be there. Like forty-seven in the playoffs, he will look so nice in the Lakers, dude. Oh my god! Stop! Stop trying to take our players. <laughs> Stop! All right, I I, I had to start off with that one. Give my guy some love, but all right, what's your next guy? Okay, Brandon Clark, rookie power forward for the Grizzlies. Um, how this guy fell at twenty-one in the draft, I don't know. Uh, it makes no sense to me, but. So he put up 12 and 6. His defense was pretty decent. He's only going to get better. Um, he's a great roller. Uh, he's super versatile. Like, I, I have no idea how this guy fell like this. And, like, as the season kind of went along, he started to shoot the three a little more, which, if he gets that, I mean, then, man, who knows? But yeah, his ceiling's really high, and he was really good this year. He's, he's at bare minimum going to be. Like a switchy defender, for fifteen point a game guy, which is really what you need in this league. That's huge. That's huge. 
All right, so um, I really love that take because Memphis was right there. They had that eight seed. I mean, yeah, I had it. I mean, that was, that was good. All right, so I'm going to go off to mine. Um, this, is a, this is a good one. I like – I'm going to go Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, I like that. I feel like he doesn't get enough ten- attention that he deserves, especially because, like, people don't realize how big of an impact he had on the Pacers actually making the playoffs. Like, no joke. Like, to be honest, like, like when – you, people need to realize that if it wasn't for like, he was, a, a, he was like a twenty and ten guy. He's a twenty and ten guy, like twenty points, ten assists. He, he can get you triple doubles. Like he won Rookie of the Year. I mean that Rookie of the Year class was, like, that was such a fun Rookie of the Year class because that was the uh, <laughs> that, that was, was the year. yeah it was Embiid played like thirty games and uh, Simmons was out. Ingram was kind of bad. If we're doing like thirty games extrapolation, okay, Embiid deserves to win that if it's based off of like numbers and stats. If we're hey man, Brogdon played twenty seventy five. Yeah, he played seventy five. I mean, and his team was actually a really good team. We're still in the process before, and the seventy six are still seventy six are assembling a super team, dude. <laughs> Doc Rivers, <laughs> Daryl Morey, Elton Brand, all this stuff. Like, dang, it's <laughs> gonna be a really uh. They went, from, they went from what's that guy? What's their coach? What's their former coach was Brett Brown? They went from Brett Brown. To Doc Rivers, to Daryl, Elter Brand needs to be careful, bro, because they said Daryl Moore, this is your squad, you run it. You just say they gave him an extension, so they couldn't really just like <laughs> let him go. <laughs> they're gonna be, uh, they're gonna be a pretty, uh, pretty looking four seed. Dude, I mean the Nets, the Bucks, the Heat, Pacers. <laughs> Maybe they'll be like a seven seed. My bad, forgot about the, the Nets. <laughs> Watch the Wizards come out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> hey man, I I still believe in John Wall. Dude, I think okay. Think about it. The Wizards were a scary team on offense. Like okay, yeah, really offensively, but like defensively. defensively. Don't get me wrong, they're They just need if they can get some wing defenders, if they can become respectable on defense, they have enough pieces on offense. If they can get Bertans to sign back, and if they can yeah. like dude, they got a squad with Thomas Bryant. They could John they could mess around and get the eight seed. Shoot. Might upset the Bucks. <laughs> that would imagine Giannis signs his extension this offseason, then they beat the Bucks in the first round. I love that. Okay, actually, with Brogdon though, because this is he's you know we're talking about the Bucks. Yeah, according to Green, said the Bucks should have kept Brogdon over Bledsoe, right? Like that should be a given. It should have been a, it should have been a choice. This literally is obvious. Do you take like, a it, young stud? Rookie of the year point who can literally do everything, or do you sign the Eric Bledsoe who was let go by the Suns? Okay, the Suns. Bro, bro. Okay, and 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 the Bucks defense. The Suns have a thing of giving away really good players for literally nothing. So um, TJ Warren. But we're not going to talk about that. Alrighty. So um, let's move on. <laughs> All right. So my next choice is a. This is kind of cheating, but. Um, my okay, I'm good now. Uh, uh, I was playing with something, anyways. Um, my next choice is Alex Caruso and Contavious Caldwell Pope. So these were the two Laker guard defenders who would constantly guard some of the top guards in the league in the playoffs. And the goats, hey, look, KCP also was like he might have been the Lakers' third best player. Like in terms to be of consistency, honest, because like, he was no like joke. after like the start of the season. Yeah, Markeith was Markeith would annoy me sometimes, but KCP was like at since after like the rough start, he was 
very consistent knocking down his threes. Um, and Caruso's defense was huge for them. And he, he's one of those, uh, he's just a super smart player. He do, just kind of does what he needs to do to win. And that's like the best two man lineup in the NBA was LeBron and Caruso. Like th- that's not just me joking. That legitimately was a thing. Hmm. It's, it's my, and, and I don't think that's by accident. I mean, they're just, they were just a great fit. I mean, that's, to be honest, we were a great fit. Like, People talk about LeBron and AD. The real dynamic duo, as you know, is AC and LB. So, you know, it's... They're a big three. They're a big four. You got to give KCP some love as you did. All right, yeah. You got to show yeah. him some love. Show you know, him KCP love. Hey, and no more Kuz slander, all right? I might slander him, but you have to slander if you're a real Lakers fan. And it's not because of playing bad. Re- real Lakers fan? Yeah. Well, we can... <laughs> Come on, man. Bro, give me a... Hey, 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 hey. All right, we're not going to let them know. All right, listen. I've been a Lakers fan, you know? I, I, I was gonna like, I've been a Lakers fan, you know, for a solid two and a half years. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, eh, maybe about a year and a half, two years. I mean, nah, probably a year and a half, that midseason for, like, LeBron's first season, you know, kind of checked out a little bit. Kind of moved on to the Mavericks <laughs> after LeBron got hurt. So, you know... <laughs> You know, we're 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 still of the Lakers. Still love Lakers. I cannot believe I cannot believe you just used the term "real Lakers fan." <laughs> Bro, I lo- hey, 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 I am a legit Lakers fan. All right, I'm a real Lakers fan. I root for LeBron. You had you had me at times saying AD was like probably top two. Yeah, I still believe that. I didn't mean and maybe that. not even two. We both believe that. That is okay. Well, I mean, that doesn't really mean you're a Lakers fan, but like, okay, either way, all right. <laughs> all right. So, like, um, okay, I am a LeBron fan. I will root for wherever LeBron goes, but once he's gone, I don't care about that. The Mavs. Yes, I am a I am a Mavs fan first and foremost. Let's not get that twisted. Um, all right, what's who's your next player? I'm gonna go with how I'm gonna try like the duo, and I'm gonna go with the Raptors backcourt. Oh um, yes, I feel like. The six feet and under squad, or six foot two and under squad, is just really dude. Lowry and and uh Van Fleet and the the long not the long right and um He's what's mad. his name Norman Powell, that's a squad. Like those three are like legit studs at point. So I got to show him some love. Powell's right, a forward so. though. I like I like that trio, but Powell's a forward, isn't he? He's whatever he wants to be. <laughs> All right, man. All right, He's the one I got. He got chased down by Smart. Wait, okay. So, I'm going to go next, and you go, then I go, then you'll you'll finish it off to start it off. Cool, cool. So, um, my next one's going to be AD. Um, Listen, people are literally saying, hey, bro, we got two of the top five players. We got two of the top seven players. It's time to start saying we got two of the top two players in the NBA, all right? Hey. Like, literally, it's either you're putting LeBron at five or seven, because you can't put AD there after the performance he had. Went toe-to-toe with another top-five player in James Harden, allegedly. How did that go? Another one that we thought didn't make it to the finals. Okay, Jokic, what? He's not even the best big in the league because we proved that. Because Dwight Howard beat him. All right? So, um, but no, no joke. Like, Kawhi, James Harden, Nikola Jokic, I, they're all great players. Like, you can mix and match. Like, no hate. But I feel like it started to give, start to give AD his love, you know? And, um, yeah, that's my next underrated pick. I like that. I like that. Um, all right. My next one is impending free agent uh, who said he might take a mid-level. 
that is a good choice and one I wish I had thought of, but no. Uh, <laughs> hey, if you thought of them, then be my guess. But uh, shall we sing it together? Yes. Wait, what? Oh, oh my god, no! <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot what you were referencing. <laughs> I'm not doing that on this. You, you can do that. I'm not. Okay, so there's this um, there's this song uh some Italian band sang about uh, Danilo Gallinari. Just go on YouTube and look up Danilo Gallinari song and you'll find it. But, um, yeah, that's... um, (laughs) uh, Stick around to the end. Chibi will sing that for you, maybe. Um, (laughs) I said maybe. I said maybe. All right, let's get that. Let's get that underrated pick. All right, so it's Danilo Gallinari. He is a guy that can give you 20 and shoots incredibly well from outside, mm-hmm. which isn't like super calm. He Okay, he says that a lot to me, but this one might actually come true because he, yes. he wants, he's willing to take the uh, MLE. But yeah, Gallinari is just an incredible scorer. And like that's a like that'd be a perfect third option on a championship team. Mm. So yeah, I I re- I don't think he gets talked about it near enough. You're fifth. You know we have LeBron, AD, Caruso. Chris, when he gets that three pointer, is going to be a twenty and ten score uh, point per game player, maybe. But um, I'm here for it. I love that dude. You don't know if Case be if Chris. Oh my gosh, you know how lo- you know how much I will love. Oh my gosh. All right, so let's move on to my fifth one, and um, hmm, I'm gonna go to the Eastern Conference. All right. I'm thinking of the mm, – I'm thinking maybe Celtics. I'm looking at the Celtics, and I'm saying Jalen Brown. Ooh, all right. Explain this one. I think Jalen Brown's better than Jason Tatum. Oh, whoa. Wait. <laughs> please, please, please explain this. Please. I think Jalen Brown's a better defender. All right. I and can I see that, like, yeah. Okay, if we watch the playoffs, Jalen Brown was literally the guy that they were looking for to close. Like, Jason Tatum wasn't – like, okay, don't get me wrong. Jason Tatum, like, if anybody says he's better than Jalen Brown, so be it. I might think Jason, Jason Tatum probably is better than <laughs> – but for the sake of the argument, dude, I feel like Jalen Brown can get you 20 and 10 a night, can really shoot, defend, is a freak athlete freak of nature yep. at least and he just plays the game right you don't see him complaining to the rest you don't see him complaining at all you don't see him like any if he gets a bad call like, there's nothing going on like he'll he'll play through anything and you know he's he's harder than himself and he'll play hard and you know what he might miss 10 shots in a row but you might count him to make the game winner at the end now also on that same team is marcus smart and kemba Ooh, I'm not smart. Talk about those two. i love marcus smart i love that guy flops but i love him Plays hard. I like him. Yeah, uh, I like Walker. him. I like him too. Walker, he's from uh, he's from Dallas actually. Marcus Smart and more respect. So yeah, that's my player. Um, he's like he's not like he's not like I feel like more underappreciated than underrated. You know? Yeah, 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 for that's sure. Kind of I think that's more for me. I feel like I feel like that Celtics. Um, I feel like he, especially with Gordon Hayward there. I think if Gordon Hayward were to leave, you're really gonna start seeing Jalen Brown take that next step. All right. All right. So my last one is Jeremy Grant. I don't know why I just said it that way. Um, Jeremy Grant 
is uh, another power forward. See, this is this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, I, the, this what he Denver's gonna resign him. They're gonna do whatever it takes. But <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so Jeremy Grant is a guy that can hit an open three. He's a guy. His calling card is his defense, and he's very switchy, which really matters, especially for like someone his size. He's what I think six eight. Um, he's able to switch. He's able to switch on to almost every position. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't think he got point guards or centers, but like like two through four, he he's the guy for it, man. Beverly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, Patrick Beverly. But yeah, uh, Jeremy Grant, the last one, just because. He's just perfect for the modern NBA, and I think he's going to get some really good money this year. All right, so right. next topic. Right, let's, go to, uh, let's go to overrated. Let's do three for overrated. Let's go three. Three? Let's go three. All right. Actually, let's go five. Let's go five. Let's go through it. Let's go five. Okay, all okay. Right, let's, do, let's, do, let's just list all of our five, and I'll list the next five. So I'll start us off, and you wrap it up, which you're fine. Cool. Or do you want to alternate? Uh, I think I think alternating works. I'll say it works better. Yeah, I got you. All right, so starting off, right, um, is this one's not really overrated. Like, I don't think he's a bad player, but I feel like a little bit, like, um, I don't want to go there, but this might seem kind of bad. But Jamal Murray, now. Oh, okay. I no, think, I see I, this. I definitely get this. I think he's a stud. But, okay, maybe it's just playoff Murray's a different breed. But you saw last year in the playoffs against the Spurs. He'd have 30, then 7 points, then 37 points, then like 14 points. It's like this year he was really consistent. So I'm not going to try and say that because it was like, it's like I don't want to go there with him. But like, he still had those moments though where he just kind of shot poorly. I just, I I expect so much from him because he's such a great player. Maybe I just need to do more in the regular season where he's putting his, where he's, the way he carried his team in the playoffs, doing MJ's move even better on LeBron (laughs) and Dwight Howard. Yeah, I think this guy's a stud. I just, you just need more from him in the regular season. So that's probably, that's all I got to say about him. Yeah. Yeah. His consistency really needs to improve. But yeah, if he can replicate that playoff stuff, just without being like, like, up from like random. To drain the Clippers and send them home. Like, bro, that was nasty. Also, hot mean. take that MJ layup is wildly overrated. I mean, he did like, not need I to mean. switch hands. <laughs> he just he did it. Had, like, it just he's like, not a wide open layup, man. Yeah, like, I mean, Jamal it, Murray legit had to do that. Yeah, no, he had to. LeBron would have sent that. Jamal Murray has some really big thing about doing like acrobatic finishes, three sixty layups. The three sixty layup might have been better than the finish he did against LeBron. AD. Yeah, was, yeah, like, uh, kind of, yeah. He got it as a full three sixty, and with, okay. with despair. When I say overrated, I do not mean bad. Do you even just heat? Overrated just means I think they are rated a little higher than they should be. Like, that's the definition of the word, but I don't think people see that. So that leads me into my first one, uh, Damian Lillard. Yeah. So, I think Damian Lillard is a top 10 player in the NBA. People were saying he was better than Steph Curry. He is not better than Steph Curry. He never has been. He probably never will be unless he keeps going 50 points a game. Which I think it's just the team. I think like I think if you okay, if you put Lillard like on this Lakers, okay, if you put any like players Lillard on the Lakers, they'd win the chip. I mean, it's, actually, no, they just won the chip. Of course, they would. 
Yeah, I think they win the chip, but I think AD is just like the best fit with LeBron in the league. Except yeah, absolutely. Arguably, unless it was like a healthy Durant, that would be scary if LeBron Durant. On the I think the best duo would actually be LeBron Curry. That I think that'd be nuts. Oh shoot! Oh shoot! Okay, but yeah, I want to explain crazy. this. I want to explain this Dame pick because it's gonna be, it's gonna be controversial to like the people who like the total amount of people who listen to this. If you are, shout out to you. Um. So <laughs> much love, guys. Much love. Much love. Much love. Um. <laughs> my thought with Dame is he's not a consistent playoff performer. Like you can go look at some of those series numbers; they're not great. It's like, just the game winners. It, like, yeah, game winners have played a huge role. He really lives off those winners, which were huge. But like in twenty, like he got swept by the Warriors, which that's not a bad thing. He got swept by the Pelicans, but. Like, if you get swept by the words, okay, they were they were a god squad, but like, the way he did was he would put up like twenty five on awful splits. Like the last time he played, I think it was like twenty three points on thirty nine percent shoot. I get doubles, but everyone sees doubles, man. Every star I mean, player sees doubles, and outside of like the two game winning series, I mean, he's underperformed a lot. He under he got carried by CJ in that game seven against the Nuggets, in that. Um, in that Pelican series, he averaged 18. I mean, oh. I, I just like I still think he's a very good basketball player. He's top ten in the league right now, Our but guess. he is overhyped for sure. Um, so mine is I'm gonna go Luca. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, if this was if this was after the Rockets game, I would have been all for it. But that after that playoffs, no. Um. <laughs> Um, um, I'm gonna go on the Rockets. I'm gonna go their coaching staff. Whoa! Because their whole philosophy of we're gonna shoot and blow teams out is a team that doesn't realize that they missed 27 straight threes against the Warriors, right? And you need to understand if that three is not falling, and you and you're playing a team, let's say the Lakers. You're going to get abused. Lakers on the completely exposed that. Um, now it does help if you're down to shoot a lot of threes. It'll help so they can come back from big leads. But you get gassed, right? You saw Westbrook, right? Like if Westbrook isn't popping, they can't win. No, they can't. They're, they're heavily dependent on both stars popping off. So that's my team. I feel like they need to change that philosophy. Hopefully, Stephen uh, Silas changes that up. So. Silent, uh, yeah. Well, there's only so much you can do with this roster. They will probably trade for a center. I think but like, they're gonna blow it up. I think they're trading Harden. For what though? I just don't see a. Ben I just don't see an app. Uh, trade, ben trade Simmons. partner for them. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons <laughs> signed this extension. Daryl Morey loves James Harden. Bro, imagine Ben him. Simmons and Russell Westbrook in the same offense. Just think about that for two seconds. <laughs> Dude, all right, that would be the. They're, they're just gonna. They're just gonna keep passing like, it to each other. They're just gonna run a fast break, and literally, they're they're gonna be predicated on defense, defense, fast breaks, dunks, layups, pass, fillet. Okay, it's gonna be those two. You have to have a stretch big and two like knockdown shooters. Yeah, and so, uh, no, that'll be the that'll be an awful half court offense. At the four, like theoretically, just run him at the four. Yeah, that's what um. That's what I think they'll end up doing in the future. Like, That's what they had been doing. Like, and I think it kind of worked. Like, if you had Westbrook and, like, Simmons, honestly, I think it could work. Like, 
if you it depends on what you surround them with. That's the question, right? And if you surround yeah. them with the right staff, uh, maybe you need stretch. You need to stretch big. You need to, you need a Brook Lopez. If you can acquire Brook Lopez in a trade, that'd be huge. Now, obviously, Milwaukee's not going to trade, but you never know. But like, if they can get like some sort of stretch big, Christian Wood, if they could, you know, I is mean, Christian Wood a stretch? Pause. Shoot. Okay. If he can shoot, I mean, they just got to be creative, but I think it could work. Like, okay, James Harden and Russell Westbrook aren't going to. But at least you can no, have Simmons not. who's really young. And if you want to get rid of Westbrook eventually, you can just put her on Simmons and Houston. The yeah, Rockets you're right. Christian no Wood is a shooter. Beyond Harden and Westbrook, they can really build around. And those two together aren't going to cut it. You have to get Harden's books numbers off the books and send them to, like, the Sixers. Because if you send Harden to the Sixers, Harden's worth more than Simmons. You can get yourself Simmons and Matisse. I'd go for Simmons and Matisse. And if you can get that and maybe a first. I, I just don't see them then, being able to. I just don't see that. I, they're going to they're gonna hold on to the star player. Uh, the team that trades the star never wants to trade. It's just how it I is. Think, but but think about it. Like, if they swap Harden, imagine putting Harden. Harden literally would solve the problem. Well, not solve, but, like, it would help improve the problems on the Sixers. Just, the, just think about it. Harden, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, and Al Horford. That okay. would work a lot better because it's not going to be clumped in the paint. It's not. Right. Like, you can bring Horford off the bench if you want, but Harden initiating the offense would be perfect for Embiid. And I like Embiid that. Okay, yeah. This didn't dynamically work. That's my thing. And it gives both teams a better chance of winning because Harden and Westbrook are just two guys dribbling to 23 seconds and saying, all right, you shoot. Like, that's it. I, I, I just don't see initiating offense. I just don't see Simmons and Westbrook working together. I just don't or see just how that would work. trade away both Westbrook and Harden. Just trade them both away. Nobody wants Westbrook. Like, I guess the Knicks want Westbrook, but yeah. All right. Do it. I'll get Julius Randle. Just go for it. Just All go right. for it. Send him to – hey, hey, Westbrook would look kind of nice in the Hawks. I'm not going to lie. But, but, dude, Trey Young's their point guard. I know, but Trey Young, Westbrook, John Collins, Clint Capella – Lamelo Ball, <laughs> it, no. that would be the weirdest roster ever. It would be so weird, but like so entertaining. <laughs> that would be very entertaining. All right, All right but my next guy. Go. This is gonna be start my center thing. Hassan Whiteside. Oh my gosh. Okay, remember that whole thing about when I say someone's overrated that All I don't I think they're bad. He's not good. Hassan Whiteside is not good. Yeah, I sent him this Jokic clip like a god, that was like a year ago, because it was in my time hop like a few days ago. It was like one year ago today. I'm like, oh my lord! But um, Hassan Whiteside's numbers look incredible. He puts up 15 and like 13 and like averages two blocks. Looks great, but he has no impact on the game. He, he's out of position all the time trying to chase blocks, which leads to easy baskets. His rebounds are very easily padded because, hey, he's seven foot. I mean, and, like, he, he's also trying to chase rebounds, meaning when he, he's not blocking out, meaning someone will sneak in from time to time and grab that rebound and get a finish over him because he's actually not that great of a rim protector because he's always out of position. Mm. And he doesn't that, spread the floor. Um, we, the slender for us on Weissman is just – Oh, and I got more centers I want to talk about. So you know. All right, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna breeze through mine, and then I'm gonna go through mine pretty quickly. 
Yeah, right, I'll so this next one, um, so we can get to talk about the NFL. Um, this next one we're gonna talk about, I'm gonna say is uh is he overrated? Eh, maybe, maybe not, Giannis. Talk on it, talk on it. Um <laughs> um listen, the if the playoffs are any indication, he needs to he's just he the plays he makes, okay, everyone's so focused on the stats. And not that okay, they're like, oh, they had the best record. They had all this. Look, but I just want people to focus on this. His game is literally teams are saying, let us see you in the playoffs. Let yes. us just wait to the playoffs. And his game is predicated on, oh my word, I can't dribble through. And if he pulls up for one three again like that, so help me, I oh my word, like he he needs to just understand his game and realize he doesn't have to force everything right. Like, and people, and Harden said, he really just really, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's like arguably a top three player in the league. No, nope. But like, top, actually not even top. No, actually LeBron, AD, Giannis, not Giannis, LeBron, AD, KD. F, KD. F, oh, shoot. He, Luca. I was about to say, let's have that conversation Luka, about Luca. Giannis, hat to head. In the real, like, I know it's just the preceding games, but like, bro. They well, he won. They battled it out. That was no one, no one, no one could say that they were just not trying. Both teams were trying, defensively no, but like offensively yes. But like, look at one of the craziest passes I've ever seen in that game. I think, I think Luca's up there. Luca's up there. Luca's a top seven player. Yeah, he's a top seven player. I'll go there, and arguably, any I don't care where anyone puts him, dude. As long as he's in the top seven in any order. That's I will accept that, and that's respect. But I think he's better than Giannis at this point. Like I think Luca's overall game, once he gets his efficiency up, can he can outscore Giannis? He can arguably out rebound Giannis. No, he, he won't. Not like per a game, but he can in a game. Like, the only thing, play, the only reason Luca would be better is because the defense. Like Giannis is incredible defensively. Lucas, Lucas can be true. like I think average defensively. Which just that's, that's not defensive player of the year level. Now I think AD is a better defender than Giannis, but that that doesn't matter. Robbed, but we're not gonna go there. Yeah. But he was robbed. So uh all right, I'm gonna list my my man was robbed, but here you go, here you go, here you go. It's your next, your next, your next. So I'm gonna bust these two get together. Andre Drummond and DeAndre Jordan. Oh, they are pretty much the same as well. Chase rebounds and nothing else. They don't even try to play defense. They're pick. They cannot play late in games because when you put them in a pick and roll, they like they don't they can't defend it because they're too big. And um, by the way, I was going to say uh, Robert Covington because like it, the idea of him is a three and D player, but like he doesn't shoot great from three. But he he shot well in the playoffs, so I'm taking him off and I'm adding another big man as we speak. But mm. um. Um, I, like makes sense. I just don't see the appeal of them. They don't space the floor. They um, they just chase rebounds, and they're not good players in twenty twenty. Jared Allen is better than DeAndre Jordan. Like he straight up is better than DeAndre Jordan. And um, look up the colleges. By the way, look up the colleges both of them went to. Uh, DeAndre Jordan went to A and M. Uh, Jared Allen went to Texas. And guess which one I'm defending? I just I just want to throw that out there. Just want to throw that out there. Okay. You know. But yeah, um, I, yeah, I think Jared Allen's just better. 
He like he can't shoot either. He's not a great shooter either, but he's just more athletic and better defensively. All right, who's your next guy? Dilo. Oh my. Um. I, I can see this so though. Much, I expect so much from him, bro. Like, the panel. Okay, this I really want to see who they draft, and this will tell a lot about how they feel about Dilo. They just trade for him. They just trade a ton for him. They feel great about him. They have to. I know they do. No, 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 no. No. I mean, like, like fit. Like, what do they want him to do? Like, if they draft like Lamelo, will they? I think Lamelo will be point. D'Lo goes off the off ball, like shooting three, shooting stuff like that. And if they draft like Anthony Edwards, they're like, okay, this guy's my point. Like, he can do that, right? That's yeah. kind of like this. But for D'Lo, he's a dude. The man's a stud. He has a stud offensively. I just feel like he needs to just step up a little bit more, you know, and just like. I feel like him and Carthy Towns are too talented of a duo to, like, not be – they just need to play defense. But even offensively, like, they're struggling at times, and they shouldn't be with those two players. Cat needs to step up. This man needs to step up. Uh, like for I real. mean, he, like, he's incredibly incredible offensively. I think he's improving defensively. He has, he has. But he just needs – you know, he just needs to, like – just get some more consistency, like – Show just show more on a consistent night to night level and impose your cat was arguably considered the best big, not the best big, but like a top big in the league. He still is. He yeah. can be he's better than Jokic. He can be better than Jokic. He is better than Jokic, but he needs to show it. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's better than Jokic. I think he'd be the second best big in the league behind AD if you even want to call it. AD is AD is just uh, uh, dude. Okay, arguably Porzingis and AD are the two best bigs in the league when healthy. No, nope. I, look, I am a I am a huge Porzingis fan, but I cannot go that far. All right, fine. All right, I stop. I love what Porzingis was doing when he was actually, healthy. Though, let me let me just excuse me what I just said. There's also Embiid that lives in the NBA. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> when everyone's yeah. healthy, Embiid exists. So. This league is so. This is another reminder how talented the league is, though. Oh my gosh! Especially the big mans are very. It's very, ridiculous. Very it's very ridiculous how much big men have entered this league. I'm involved. All right, so give me your last one. Our second to last one. All right. The guy who shut down the NBA, even though it would have been shut down anyways, Rudy Gobert. Uh, so, um, okay, his name is actually Rudy Gobert, but Flight Reacts calls him Gobert, and I'm going to call him Gobert too. Um, First of all, he seems like a nice guy. I don't know why I do this, but – um. <laughs> I don't know any of these guys personally. I don't know why I was saying that. Um, this is my thing with Gobert. Yeah, he's a very good rim protector. He's a very good defensive player. I am not a huge fan of someone who cannot p- finish games. He gets destroyed in pick and rolls. This has my, been my thing with the big man. Like said, I feel like I've said that. I feel, I feel like a broken record. But like, Gobert's pick and roll defense is awful. Because he just drops and he just allows an open mid-range shot. Or he switches on the perimeter and gets roasted. He has no offensive game. I've said many times he has the offensive grade of a or offensive game of a first grader. Like I think he's a good player, but I don't think a team with him Bro. as their starting center is winning a title or getting close to it. Get Donovan Mitchell um ooh, Sixers trade. Him for uh, you know the other big straight up. Who says no? <laughs> Mitchell for Embiid? No, no, no. For Simmons? What are you saying? No, no, no. The centers swap the centers. Oh my god, the Sixers decline that so fast. 
dude, if the Sixers actually agree to that deal, Elton Brand is literally saying, I'm leaving, I'm going to leave with a bang. <laughs> That's exactly what he's doing. Literally, Daryl Morey would call the league and be like, y'all better veto this thing, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, but here we go. So I'm going to go on to my last one, and I'm going to transition it by saying, guys, this is going to be a huge, huge hot take. Huge. Like, when I when I say huge, this is huge. Okay. All righty. I'm going there. I, know, I think I know who you're going. All right, say it. <sighs> I'm not going to go there because it's obvious who I'm going to say. So I'm going to spice it up, and I'm going to go a really another really, really huge hot take. All right? And I'm, I, I, you know who I'm going to say if it's in the West. You already know. But you could even say it, and you already know who I'm about to say. Just guess. Does he play for the L- other L.A. team? Yeah, it's the whole squad if I were to say that. But um, I'm not going to go there. But um, I could, but I'm not. I'm just going just gonna to move on. Um, but if I'm going to st- I'm going to stick with the East, and I still really do want to do a really hot take. You want okay. – just say it. Just say it. Say it. If it's I know, underrated, I'm... if it's in the East – it's a couple players, and I'm going to put them all in the same kind of category. And I'm going to go down the flow. All righty. Kyrie's one of them. Oh, Kyrie's I one of that. them. Huh? I, I disagree with that. Oh, no, 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 no. Hear me out. No, hear me out when I'm about to say Kyrie. He's not overrated. He's not overrated. The guy's a stun. Here's why then... I say Kyrie. Show up to Boston. Just show up to Boston. We want to see that. Okay, so so you're just mad at him because he won't play in Boston, bro. Next season, play in Boston, we're all good. But to be all right, real, now nah, if I'm going to Clippers, like I'm just gonna go down the list: the coaching staff, the players, front office, like, dude. Okay, Kalinka getting robbed for general of the year, general manager of the year. That's ridiculous. Just, just like horrible. And who won? Was it Wingo? What was his name? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it was um, Lawrence Frank. Where'd you get Wingo oh. from? <laughs> <laughs> Wingo? <laughs> hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. In my defense, in my defense, okay? I don't even know who right. Wingo is. All right, we're going to move on. Just give us your, <laughs> give us your last player. <laughs> okay, so um, you wanted to say Kawhi there, didn't you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, I mean, he was claimed right. as the best player in the world after, hear me out, you know. Hear me, out when I say, hear me out when I were to say him, though. Here's my deal. I, I right. kind of agree. You need to guard Jamal Murray. You need to guard Luka Doncic. He, they, he, like, you need to do this. He, he ran away. I can think of a guy that did that. <laughs> I can think of two of them. I know you can. We all can. Well, all right, here we go. Give us the last guy. I actually have another clipper. Ooh. A poet once said, oh my Pat Beth trick, y'all. That is from the mouth of the great Russell Westbrook. Pat Beth Bro, doesn't need trick, bro. y'all. He is touted as a great defensive player. He is an okay oh, defensive oh. player. He is short. He gets targeted on defense against very good teams. I mean, people thought he did good defense when he – how much did he drop the 50-piece, like, on him? Come on. Yeah, like, I mean – He put a 6 like, defender on – He put a 6 defender on a 6 on, 10 arguably one of the best – On Kevin Durant, the best scorer ever. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I don't, he I don't know. What... Hey, 
that's gonna that work. work. Oh gosh. Okay. But, like, I just I know he yells a lot, but good lord, that dude is he was second team all defense. That's ridiculous. He was not a top ten defender in basketball. I know that I know that's flawed because ten best defenders don't make it on all defense. That's just a fact. But it, he's not an all defensive guy. There are many guards that are better defensively than him. He just yells a lot. He hustles. That's good. Cool. Did Kawhi not make it? Did Kawhi make it a top? He was second team. He shouldn't have been second team either, by the way. He got that off his reputation. But yeah, that's. I think that rounds it out there. I think Pat Bev is a perfect place to end. All right, dude, let's uh, move on to the NFL real quick. We're going to talk about the NFL. I'm not going to go through every game. We're going to go through a couple games that we thought were really good. So we're going to start with our teams. All yes. Right? So you start off with the Pats. I'll start off with the Raps. Not the Raps, the – Raps. Well, t- I'll talk about the Cowboys and the. I'll talk oh. about the Browns and the Cow- The Cowboys are just brief. Like I, I want to talk. Them about- All right, we'll both talk about the Cowboys. We'll talk. Yeah, together. We'll keep it together. All right, so let's just briefly go through the NFL and give some things. So, give us, give us your biggest take from the Patriots game. That Boston Actually, media. The floor is yours for the Patriots game. Thank you. The, the floor is yours. I'm a Boston Canadian. media has the dumbest people in it. I swear to God. Like, these dudes are asking after the game, oh, are you going to start another QB? Bro, QB's not your issue. You're starting practice squad receivers. Your running back is a fifth rounder, although D- Damon Harris played well. Is, uh... Your offensive line is cannot stop committing penalties. Your defensive line can't stop the run. And then when they decide to throw it, you're getting gashed by Josh Allen's arm. I promise you the QB's not the issue. I really do. Like, the like. I, I'm going to acknowledge the fumble was bad, and it really it hurt me. It hurt me to watch. I'm not going to lie. But uh, the reason that they had 21 points was because of Cameron Newton. No other reason. <laughs> they were running Jacoby uh, Myers as their first receiver. Damir Bird was their second. I watched every snap of that game. Ryan Izzo was their tight end. I don't know who their other tight receiver playing was. I really don't. Like I watched every single snap of that game. It makes no sense to me. And Belichick answers him like, yes, Cam Newton is our QB. Stop asking me stupid-ass questions. Like, I, I don't get it. I really don't. Their backup still Jarrett Stidham, who sucks. He still sucks. Mm. Like, I just don't I just don't know what they're I, – I don't get it. I um, I, It seems unlikely they're going to make the playoffs. I still think they have an outside shot because their schedule kind of gets off from here. Um. Yeah, ooh, you gotta make a great. They can make a run at it. You they can. The Do you remember what the Cowboys did in 2018? Yeah. Oh, when they start off pretty slow. Yeah, and they and they, they would trade for Amari Cooper, and then and I think they could maybe they do that. Off. They just got to trade for the receiver first. But like, I I just Dude, don't get it. Do. I, I I know it's coming in bad faith, but like it's it's ridiculous but to me. The, I think there are some receivers they can get like on the cheap, like. Even for like a third. Kenny Galladay. Oh shoot. It won't be cheap, but you know. All right. You want to talk about your? Uh, you want to talk about your brownies? Um. Very briefly, a lot of drops from that team. A lot of. Um. It was forty. Like a very huge wind gust. That's no excuse. They play like it was like three to three by the third quarter. Um. Or six to three. Raiders were winning. They really pulled away in the fourth. You know they kicked. They 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 pulled away in the fourth. Um. I will say, Cody Parkey went to Auburn? Cody Parkey did indeed go to Auburn. Wow. He was our kicker from 2011 to 2013. Interesting. 
Very beautiful. Aubrey, that's your Auburn fact of the day. There you go. Um, ah, just kidding. All right, here we go. So that no, I got more really if we talk about Monday. Um, Baker. Oh, my God. Trade for Mac Ryan. Okay, like, there's no way Ryan. you're giving up on Baker after that game. Okay, it's not about this game. It's about – it's just consistently putting It's just up. everything. Okay. He hasn't thrown for 300 yards the entire – once the entire year. Okay? Not once. It's not about yards, but, man, he has some very bad plays. Like, yeah. he turns the ball over sometimes. He doesn't take risks. Like, it's not like he has, like, chunks really? of receiver. Like, it's like – Wait, hold like, up. Yeah. The Baker Mayfield doesn't take risks. I don't watch the Browns, so I don't know this. Dude, listen, he's not playing like he did at OU. Like, That's whenever crazy. he's taking plays downfield, it's like, oh, my gosh. Well, you know that meme where, like, oh, Terry kills down, I'm just going to chuck it, right? He's yeah. just saying, well, defender's down, I'm just going to throw it up, see if the defender catches it. Like, bro. And there are a lot of plays where I'm like, dude, give it to Odell. He's right there. Like, Jarvis. Like, Can't say that anymore. Joku, Harrison Bryant, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins is no joke. That's a stud, a receiver. Rashard Higgins is called. I respect him. Don Peoples Jones is a great receiver out of Michigan. You have Kareem Hunt out the backfield. Deion Durnius Johnson out the backfield. Like, bro. Like, come on. When Nick Chubb comes back, they'll have Nick. Like, right. my thing is this. You got to, like, come on, man. Take some shots downfield. Like, That's don't wild, use, actually. Uh, don't use, like, oh, I don't have, like, weapons to do it. You, you, Your quarterback, you can make your receivers better. Throw them open. That's the thing with, Dude, Daniel Jones is playing with – okay, listen. As bad as Daniel Jones has turned the ball over sometimes – Daniel Jones is objectively worse. Do not – do not no, – Oh, go. no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. No, he's not – no, no. Baker is like on a stratosphere. But hold on. With Daniel Jones, I'll say this. This is, my, this is one of the things I'll say about Daniel Jones because, they, you know, they just play the Bucs, right? I'm going to go to a new game, right? I can't I wait to talk about that Browns one. Be fine. I think the Browns will be fine. Dude, to be honest, if they don't make the playoffs this year – you're get you're not you're not resigning Baker. I'm no. not dealing with this dude. I probably you won't have either. too much talent to literally like you are literally wasting Odell Brian's prime. Like I know he's out for the year, or whatever they're saying. He'll be back next year. I think he'll be traded though before then. I yeah. think he'll be traded. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully to the Packers. That'd be a great fit. Uh oh. imagine Devontae Adams and Odell and Aaron Rodgers Super Bowl. But we're not gonna I'm go good. Aaron Jones. Uh whew, that's a beautiful team. Maybe. But let's just move on. To the to the, the Giants. No, wait, we we got to talk about uh we got to talk about someone else. I got to pull up uh YouTube.com. Wait. I have no idea if you could hear that. I hope you could. Bendinucci. <laughs> okay. Right, um. the goat. I don't want to hear anything about him. He balled out his first. He had some good throws. That side. He did do some. Nice. So he played pretty much exactly how I expected. He uh, there were times where he did some good stuff, like the blitz would come and he would kind of dump it off quickly to a guy for like eight yards. But there were just so many times where he'd roll out, and I'm just like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> like he sees Why the you... green, he rolls out. He sees green, he rolls out. Like green, roll out. And he just I sidearm it to the grass. Like it's so funny. There were a lot of. <laughs> It was a very fun. Uh, it was a very interesting game. The Cowboys actually were like in the game though, which is kind of funny. Which is why yeah, because Wentz is point. awful. The whole NFC East are the imposters of the NFL. Like it's, it's not even close. <laughs> literally, like, they're, they're, literally, 
<laughs> they broke the game. Um, <laughs> but I will say it's the Giants. Daniel Jones is literally the reason why the Giants are not like four and two right now or four and four. Bro, did you see the amount of times that Darius Slayton got open? Dude, the, the like beyond like the Giants receivers are getting wide open. Like they're actually really good. It was the Giants well, offensive skill positions are actually the O line played as the O line played well. It there was a um, as well. You yeah, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is this thing. Bo Nix does this too, and then this is something I'll get into. But Bo Nix and Daniel Jones have a tendency to uh, run out of the pocket, scramble out of the pocket, roll out of the pocket. That's what I was looking for. When there's like no pressure and like in two seconds. The problem is Bo Nix is a college QB, a sophomore. Daniel Jones is in his second year as an NFL guy. Like, bro, come on. Stay in the pocket, bro. My, and then my like, thing about it is with Daniel Jones, he gets really scared when his first read isn't available. Yeah, like, that is like, true. You can see it. He's like shaking. And he does not throw the ball away. Half of his Oh, my God. It was so away. ridiculous. Did you, you remember at the end of the game, the announcers got excited that he threw the ball away? He threw out of bounds. I was like, literally, throw it away. And, it, and just throw it away. Like, literally, that pick he had that literally won the Bucks the game. Like, just throw uh, it Yeah, away. where he, like, he, he, he did a good job extending also, it. Also, towards the game when it went to 4-16, and 16, that throw that he threw behind Evan Ingram, that he was three yards behind Evan Ingram. Like, yeah. There are plays where he's just not making play, like. And it's one of those things where it's like you're watching and you're like, the Giants should win this game. The Giants should have been the Eagles. The Giants should have been the Bucks. The Giants should have, like, their first game when they played the Steelers were in it too. And he throw it, turns it over in the red zone. Slate, Slayton bailed him out on that first fourth down, by the way. Like, there was a um, and- there was a play, actually. Um, Daniel Jones threw a pick to Carlton Davis, who's an Auburn cornerback. But he missed Darius Slayton, who was wide open streaking down the field who was a receiver from Auburn because he had burnt Jamel Dean, a cornerback. Jamel Dean was getting from Auburn. Books. Yeah, Jamel, I think I think well Jamel Dean's been really good this year. Yeah, I think Darius Slayton just really, really knows um, yeah. His, yeah. Like, his tendencies, yeah. Did they play there at the same time, all three? Yeah, they did. They are they I think were the same draft class actually. Oh, okay. So then they know each other really well. Honestly, for me, it's like the Giants played a great game. Daniel Jones lost him this game. Like I don't want to. Like I don't want to be rude. They win that game with an average QB. They just do. They won that game with Trace McSorley at quarterback. Okay. Like okay. Do you want me? Do I need to play this? Yeah. Throw it on a dime. I want to play Trace. I want to play Ben DiNucci again. <laughs> um. All right. Do I pull up Trace McSorley? You have to. There's gonna be people that get annoyed with this. Oh, cool! I got a Google ad. All right. Um, I want to talk about college football though. Um. Gotcha. So I was at the Auburn game. Auburn actually played well this week. They did. They did. Right, I got it loaded. Plus LSU. Levin's high school. The Okay, um, this song is two years old. It is. 
<laughs> I, I like I thought that listening to the words and then I was like, oh, that's why. Okay, a couple things. There's two teams I want to talk about. First of all, or actually a few things. And you can add some if you want. Arkansas fans, please shut up. Nobody cares that you got screwed by the refs, even though like it really wasn't as bad as you think it was. Just please shut up, for the love of God. Like, congratulations, you got an O-line coach who you think is gonna maybe lead you back. You you'll go from zero wins to two wins in the SEC now. Good stuff, guys. But um Auburn looked really good. Uh Texas beat uh Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State why am I bringing this up? Undefeated right now. Oh my okay. gosh. Why am I bring this up? Well, Texas and Auburn have two head coaches named Yasmal Zahn and Tom Herman. They are very similar in which once their jobs are on the line, those two turn into Nick Saban. Like, I don't know how. Like, it's ridiculous. They just do just enough to save their jobs, but they never do enough that can leave you satisfied. Pause. Like, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they pull it off. Dude, that one against Oklahoma State. Like, Gus you know the definition of – he's the definition of clutch. Like, he's just there when it, when and, it counts. You know what these teams are going to do. Auburn's going to mess around with the Tennessee, and Texas is going to probably lose to, like, God, I don't even know who's Kansas. on that schedule. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah just, and then the, just turn around and then go beat, like, freaking Oklahoma <laughs> State. If I go beat, like, freaking – Then they go beat, yeah. like, Clemson. Like, Auburn's <laughs> different, bro. They're, like, they'll, like, beat Clemson, but then lose to, like, freaking Kansas State. Like <laughs> It's so crazy. We actually beat Kansas State last time we played them. We lost to South Carolina for no reason. Um, I actually think Texas and Auburn will play in a bowl game this year. That'll be uh, that'll be something. Shout out to A and M. Uh, they're super good. Uh, I I got to mention that as an A and M fan. But all right. Um, anything else you want to add? Um, to be honest, from college football, um, Justin Fields looks really good. Um, Mac Jones is looking good. The, okay, I'm got. I got dude. But I'm not sure who's gonna win this the super the playoff game like the playoff, like uh, it's gonna I come down to Alabama. I, I kind of got an idea who's gonna win. I, I think I kind of, huh? It's either gonna be Alabama, Ohio State, or Clemson. Wow, what what a uh, what a watch what a, out for a surprise four team. I don't and know who if they make it. Shout to AM. and A&M fourteen like, doing cowards. It's, it's like to be honest, it's really not about A and M. But I okay. As wild as it sounds, gotta hear me out. Don't say this game. If no, no, if Georgia gets there, no, 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 I'm I'm ending. I'm ending this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't get. get, Okay, well, whatever. We're gonna move on from there. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not hearing this. Georgia's staying at Okay, fine. I okay. Let's let me say this. If Florida, whenever they come back to playing football. We're to run oh, the yeah. table, and they make it offensively. Hey, maybe they, they catch could. them on off day. Theoretically, if they run the table and then win the SEC title game, yeah, that could work for them. Because I think they were really good offense. I was, I was not sure about the defense, but yeah, you're pretty much right with that yeah. assessment. Hey, Notre Dame, maybe moving to the ACC changes things. You see maybe they're the Florida Missouri brawl. Like, Dan, so I'm like, shut up, dude. They were going oh, at it. Know. I was like, bro. <laughs> Wait, it was Florida against who? It was Missouri. Shout out to Missouri. <laughs> They're doing good stuff there. Who, but, Florida or Missouri? 
Uh, Florida. Not even close. Florida's a lot better than they are. That's true. All right, so let's wrap it up with some NFL MVP discussion. It's Russell Wilson, right? Actually, hold on. Before we get there, yeah, let's wrap it up NFL MVP discussion. All right, let's just um, yes, I think I think Wilson's probably won right now. Mahomes is playing his way back. I will say he's 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 has only tw- he has twenty one uh, touchdowns, one pick. He's doing really good. Like I think if we're looking at players right now, okay. Also, Dalvin Cook is on pace to break or come close to Ladanian Tomlinson's touchdown record. Didn't he not he play ten, 10 games? He's like think about it. Dalvin Cook has Dalvin Cook's only played six games this entire year. And he has 10 rushing touchdowns. Like, 11 total. And I'm like, bro, Alvin Kamara might break the, like, scrimmage yard records because this guy's a beast. He has 900 scrimmage, yard, scrimmage yards after, like, seven games. Like, seven, eight games. Like, this is wild. So, I think that, and if we're looking at defense, Miles Garrett's played amazing. Yeah, he's been incredible. Um, He's been great. I mean, I think it just has the. I think this is the year for Wilson. It's gonna be like the. They're not even comparable. Like, uh, but I remember when Kobe won in 08. Well, no, okay, I don't even remember that. But you know how Kobe won in 08? Because it was like, uh, this is finally his year. I think that's kind of what we're getting here. What's up? Was that the the one he won? Yeah, 08. That's when he won. I think that's just kind of what you're getting with Wilson, because like he's never gotten an MVP vote and all that. I just think this is yeah. yeah. As long as as long as Seattle doesn't like trail off, if they stay first in the the NFC, or if they like, like if they do that, unless Mah- okay, dude, if Mahomes like, he, he okay, he's on pace for 42 touchdowns and two picks. If it'll he makes this, yeah, it'll be tough. It'll be a tough one, dude. I like, still think that's the best team in the league. He is on pace for 4,600 yards, 42 touchdowns, and two picks. Yeah, like <laughs> I think, yeah, um, it's between think, those two. I think it's gonna be a toss up between those two, but I think if it's narrative, they're gonna because, like, it's Mahomes must start getting treated like LeBron, where it's like absolutely the like the expectations are just like, bro, we expect him. This is Josh Allen putting up, like, he's Mahomes is on pace to like passing wise crush the numbers that Lamar Jackson put up. Yeah, shout out to Lamar. I love Lamar, but he's had a rough go at it this year. Yeah, I, I, the offensive coordinators need to be better. Yeah, they, this, this coach is Roman needs to stop. He's okay. He's not Big Ben. Lamar Jackson is not Big Ben. Stop making him a pocket passer. Let him roll out and do his thing. Like I know the playoffs were an indication of like, hey, you can't. You gotta make. You got. But like, if you switch your offense to not being able to run an offense, I'd rather run an offense that worked before. They're running no offense that doesn't even work in the regular season. That's, right. The defense can win them games. But when you're going against, like, the Chiefs. Oh, God. Like, it's going to be a tough one. Le'Veon Bell, CH, Mahomes, Kelsey, McColl, Sammy. Oh, Sammy Watkins isn't even playing right now. <laughs> Bro, yeah, that, team, that team's way too loaded. <laughs> wow. Wait. Dude. Yes. Yes. Okay, that actually reminded me of something though. Um okay, Liz was just texting me. Um Um I'm pulling up the Danilo Gaonari song. Oh my 
This is so weirdly catchy. The beat, the beat slaps. The high note hits it. Did you ever put the bend the piece on each collab? Alright, if y'all want to listen to that more, y'all go pull up the Danilo Gano R song. So, is this the time to reveal my thoughts on the chicken places? Alright, we're gonna end it on this. All right, so I got a couple of food thoughts. All right, so first of all, I got Whataburger last weekend. Uh, I missed it a lot, and I was super happy to do that. I got it twice in three days, and I don't regret it at all. Um, I've had a lot of Chick-fil-A. also don't regret that. But I'm going with a better chicken. It's a, They are both chicken places. I'm going with Guthrie's right now. My mind could be swayed, but right Ooh. now that's where I'm, that's where I'm at. Ooh. Honestly, I agree. <laughs> you you agree with the? Uh... I've had it. Um, oh, do I disagree? Nah. Here's my deal. I I think I think it's overrated. Like, I, no, don't get me wrong. Like the toast and the thing is the chicken is what it's like. Do you realize if you're a chicken like restaurant, your chicken should be matching with others. Now you should it, like. Here's my deal. There are a couple chicken joints that I think are better. Name them. You em. know I. All right. There's a place called um, well, it's mm, a good point. People like Golden Chick, but not me. I'm not saying I, I like it better. People, chick. people, people, people like that a lot. Um, I will say there's that um, this place called Slim Chickens. It's pretty good. It's I don't think I've ever heard of that place. place. It's like some local place near Dallas. It's like near some like. It's like it's like this place called Slim Chickens. Um, there are some uh, other joints that are nearby. Hold on, let me figure this. Hold on, there's like a couple of chicken joints that I gotta. Hold on. Uh, um, obviously, oh, this place called Number One Plus Chicken. Shout out to the Colonel, by the way. Oh, gotta pull up the uh, Eric Cartman Colonel. I want <laughs> Colonel. Also, also, there's a place what, called Super Chips. Super Chips. Again, don't know what that is. It slaps. Doesn't matter. Super Chips slaps. Oh, Bubba's. I think it's Bubba's. That place hits. And what about Babes? Have you heard of Babes? Babes Chicken? Yes. They yes, absolutely. Them. I think it's Babes. Yes, okay. Bubba's, yeah, that's correct. Both of those places are those. Both those places hit. Hmm. But I think I think to be honest, I think that's kind of where it at where it's at with me. And also, you guys have it. Henry's food review. We need to do this more often. Absolutely. We might have to. <laughs> we might have to just give you a couple joints, and we just rate them. And then, yes, you know, I'm so dedicated to that. Hot take. We need the hot takes, you know. We we keep the obvious ones obvious. Like if it's like Burger King versus Whataburger, you know, it's kind of <laughs> obvious. It's like really and is made. <laughs> oh, this is uh, food reviews with Henry, bro. This is literally, <laughs> that's, literally that's what that's what I'm here for, bro, bro. You know, and also, um, bro, you know, I, I think I think you got a really good, really good blend when you do that. All right, 
so I think that wraps it up for today's episode. Thanks, Henry, for being a guest on the podcast. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Well, that wraps it up for our episode of the podcast Life with Chubbs. Tune in next time for another fabulous episode with another fabulous guest. And as always, from your African prince, I'm shining. We're shining. We're all shining. I'm an African prince. Good night.